Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars. We spill all the tea on what's going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. It is Jade here. And it's Kara. And this week, we've got two changes happening on the same day. We've got Venus entering Leo and the full moon in Aquarius. If you missed it, though, last week, Mercury entered Virgo. It's been going great so far. We've got all of the facts, and we will be delivering all of the facts on Venus and Leo and the full moon Aquarius in this episode. And just to give you a heads up, next week, we will be discussing everything you need to know about Mars in Gemini and the upcoming Mars retrograde. So that's going to be really important, especially because it starts next week and then it will go all the way through the end of the year. Yeah, so if you want to know how both of these two things this week affect you, then stay tuned. After a short ad break, we'll get right into it. And welcome back from the ads. Thank you for listening. I know you listened because you're a good person. And if you didn't listen to the ads, you know that I am still judging. Let's discuss this week in astrology. We start off on August 11th at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Venus will enter Leo. Per usual, the date and time are from the website astroseek.com. What you need to know about this, if Leo energy is the sun and it... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is very proud and Venus deals with relationships and also beauty and finances. You can imagine this lines up to be very proud to be in love or to just love love or to love life. Whatever you're in love with at the moment, whether it just be your life, your friends, your job, whatever, we're very proud about it. Also to like the beauty world, there's a big highlight or emphasis on beauty, whatever beauty means to you. I know in the past, a lot of makeup brands had released new products during Venus and Leo. So if that's something that resonates with you or something that you're interested in, you might be paying more attention to that during this time. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that boosting confidence that comes with Leo energy. This is a really good time to celebrate yourself and also because, you know, Venus does deal with how we relate to others. So this will be a really good time again just to hype yourself up and also celebrate the people around you. Yeah, so how this will affect you is taking on kind of that cheerleader role, whether you're just cheering on yourself or cheering on those you love. Also, too, since Leo is a very loyal energy, if we think of, you know, lions and their pride and their loyalty, I just watched The Lion King recently, so this is fresh on my mind, you'll know that during this time, you'll also be really loyal to the people that you care about the most. Now, I will say, too, 
that since Leo energy likes to show off, it likes to flex, Venus and Leo can be a good time to be posting on social media or also just you'll notice that people are posting more on social media, whether you're posting or you're just observing it. I know too, since this is a Venus transit, you might notice more of those like couple goals, Instagrams, or people being more likely to show off online. Just know that that's to come. I always reference Kylie Jenner with this. If you think to all of the like Kardashian-Jenner Valentine's Day type of posts, where it's like this grand show, like expect that stuff to come up on your feed, not necessarily Valentine's Day, obviously, because that's in February, but that type of look at what I'm proud of, look at what I love, look at all of that type of energy. Yeah, on that note, too, you might be really in the mood to kind of treat yourself or treat others, Leo. And it also Venus energy too just really likes to indulge and relax and enjoy themselves. So don't be afraid to give yourself a little treat, order yourself a gift, take a long shower, bath, whatever your vibe is, and just really enjoy that energy. Yeah. Also too, as we mentioned, this is also about being more comfortable about being in the spotlight. So as Kara mentioned earlier, that confidence is definitely there. So you might find that you are more likely to want to be seen and heard during this time. Now, something you might not know about Venus and Leo is it also can bring out our inner child. So you might feel more likely to enjoy some hobbies or fun activities, things that let your inner child feel happy and free. However, I don't want to rain on the parade here that we've got going on, but Venus and Leo does have some really harsh aspects to it, which we will discuss in a minute. If you keep listening, then you'll know all those key dates in advance. So while there is some good stuff going on, there's also some challenges as well. Certain signs are more affected than others. Leo energy will really enjoy this time. It's kind of like a new beginning for the Leos where they can really be themselves and feel good being themselves. Aquarius placements, on the other hand, might struggle a little bit with this just because of the opposition where one minute they really want to be around others, the next they kind of want to be alone. You can expect a push-pull dynamic there during Venus and Leo. Yeah, and then Taurus and Scorpio will also be experiencing a little bit more of a challenge when it comes to this transit as well, just because it will be square, your placement. So that's just something to keep in mind, especially when it comes to the way that you think about yourself. Like, I feel like we could be a little bit insecure maybe when Venus is in Leo or feel like we're not deserving of being seen or being heard or just feeling conflicted about those things as well. So that's just something to look out for. But also know that if you are a Taurus or if you have Taurus placements, you are ruled by Venus. So you probably will have a little bit of an easier time. And the people who will have the an easy time, maybe the easiest time, will be Aries and Sagittarius placements since you're all already fire signs this energy is really going to be encouraging you to be your fieriest self so enjoy that little fun added boost from venus enjoy being social and having fun now 
since this is a Venus transit, I am sure certain people want to know who is the most likely to find love during this time, and that will be Aquarius rising specifically and Aries risings since this transit will happen in, for Aquarius risings, your seventh house of partnerships, and Aries risings, your fifth house of romance. Now, let's discuss the key dates you're going to want to look out for during Venus and Leo. The first one happens on August 18th. Venus is trying a retrograde Jupiter. Now, trines are positive aspects. Jupiter is a very positive planet. Venus deals with how we relate to others. So you can expect this to be a pretty social fun day. So enjoy August 18th. And then on August 27th, Venus will be square Uranus, which will be a little bit more of a challenging aspect in terms of this Venus transit. We talked about this a little bit during our Leo season episode, but there are some difficult things going on when we have planets and fixed signs. That's been true for this whole year. So with all of that being said... <laughs> On August 27th, it will be a little bit more challenging, I guess, for us to connect with others, even just to like commit to things or kind of feel like we're able to be ourselves. I know that Uranus also kind of deals with needing a sense of freedom. So those kinds of topics will come up around this day. You also might feel a little bit rebellious or kind of like want to do things in your own way or kind of be a little bit more independent during this time. Now on August 28th, the day after, again, not to keep raining on the parade, Venus will oppose Saturn. Now this can make it hard to want to feel confident or to feel like worthy of love and things like that since Saturn is a fairly tough planet and oppositions create that push-pull dynamic. Now, my advice is to like persevere through this, say your affirmations and remind yourself that you are worthy of feeling love, whether that be self-love or just love in general, whatever that means to you. And to just know that it'll pass as challenging as it is. Another interesting manifestation of this since Venus is also how we spend money and Saturn is creating some, you know, tension there. You might also not want to spend money, which is chill because we're in a recession anyways. (laughs) Let's move on. That same day, August 11th, At 9.35 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we'll have the full moon in Aquarius. What you need to know about this is that full moons are times of releasing, definitely not times of manifesting, but when we think of releasing and things that are Aquarian in nature, we are kind of letting go of group mentality and maybe friendships that no longer serve us. So how this is how this is going to affect you is kind of recognizing who your real friends are or who are the type of friends you actually want to have in your life. Are there certain groups you belong to that all believe one thing and you have nothing in common with them and it's not really going to work out? Maybe that's a group you don't need to be a part of. So This can be a good time to figure out what your beliefs are and how that's fitting into the people around you. Yeah, I've definitely said this before, but full moons are when the sun is opposite the moon and oppositions kind of bring out realizations. So you might find that 
things are just coming up spontaneously, whether that's in your friendships or other groups that you're a part of in your community. Like you might just be finding out some new information that you have to process and kind of move on from, if that makes any sense. Also, too, in terms of group mentality and the people that we surround ourselves with, in addition to kind of reflecting on who those people are and what similarities or what things you have in common with them, you also might be thinking about what makes you different or how you contribute to the group and what your role kind of is within like the grand scheme of things as well. Another thing too you might be thinking about is social media and the role it plays in your life. Do you spend too much time on social media? Do you not want to use social media? Do you have a pretty healthy relationship with social media? You know, you know that answer. I definitely don't. But it's something that you might want to think about during this time and make the necessary adjustments needed during the full moon, whatever those adjustments are. Something you might not know is Aquarius also deals with the future. So this might sound sad, and I promise it's really not, but it might mean that you need to let go of old hopes you might have had for the future. And like sometimes that's okay if we realize that something we had hoped would happen is not going to happen, and it's not doing us any good to sit around hoping that it will happen. It's okay, and it's okay for our goals and our priorities and our dreams and our wishes to change. Also, one thing to add is if you want to look at this a little bit deeper in your own chart, this full moon is at 19 degrees Aquarius. So go ahead and find where that is in your chart. Yeah, really quick before we move on, just wanted to say that I started seeing articles in the news again being like, we can't go back to the way things were before. It reminded me of articles like that that came out during like the very, very beginning of the pandemic, like when quarantine was happening. If you've listened to this podcast and if you've been following astrology, then you kind of know with all of the Uranus stuff that was happening and still is happening that things were inevitably going to change but that's also a really good point because we talk about letting go and sometimes a big aspect of that is kind of just accepting where you are and accepting that maybe things didn't happen the way that you expected them to or wanted them to but still being able to move on from that as well so not getting like stuck or too caught up in that that doesn't mean that you should ignore your feelings or not let yourself process it in the way that you need to like all of your feelings about the things that you feel like you missed out on or didn't happen like are valid but you know things are still going to move forward so it's also I guess just balancing the things that happened in the past with still trying to have hope or excitement or things to look forward to in the future. Well, well said. (laughs) Certain signs, per usual, will feel this a little bit more than others. Again, Leo and Aquarius, you will be feeling this the most. So for Leos, it could be a little bit more challenging. You might recognize that you are you know, not in the groups you need to be in or surrounded by the right people and feel some type of way about it. Aquarius, you might feel, honestly, probably the most emotional out of everyone during this time, although it's not a fairly emotional full moon, just because, you know, the moon is our emotions and it's right there on top of your Aquarius placements. So Aquarius placements, now you know to, to expect that. And then for Taurus and Scorpio, this full moon will be square your placements. So it will be a little bit 
more challenging, but I also feel like it's about discovering or finding your place, if that makes any sense as well. Like as all of these things are like changing or you're reflecting on the groups that you're a part of and maybe you are similar or are feeling different than whatever community friendships you're a part of, it's going to be a lot about like shifting pieces and trying to like find a way to make it work in your life. Now let's take a deeper look at this full moon and discuss the aspects that are going on. So Saturn is involved in this. The moon is conjunct Saturn, the sun opposite Saturn. We might feel a lot of guilt for this or maybe even like second guessing the things we want to let go of, right? Especially if we're thinking about letting go of some of the hopes we might have had or friends. Like that's a very personal thing. And I know sometimes it can be really challenging to realize that certain things aren't what you want them to be. Saturn there is not not really helping, to be honest, because it's kind of making us think like, hey, is that really what we need to do? Is that really something we need to let go of? It, it can make things feel a little bit hard. And like I said, just add that layer of guilt. So just try your best to kind of work through that. This full moon will also be square Mars. So in addition to that Saturn thinking about the past, more serious energy, Mars is there to shake things up a little bit and bring a sense of urgency to the situation. And I won't go too in depth into Uranus again, but there's just like going to be a lot of changes happening. It might feel urgent, but it also might feel like because Saturn, you can't do it yet or things are going slower than you had wanted. And also, I just want to say that within all of this, as Jade was saying with Saturn and maybe feeling guilty just because there's so much change going on and you might be trying to figure out things in your own life, you might have to like say no to some things. And sometimes saying no can make you feel a little bit guilty or like you're going to miss out. And like some of those feelings might come up as well. But you know, we only have so many hours in the day and it's important to figure out what works best for you at this moment. And if that means you have to say no to something so you can say yes to something else, like that is okay too. Or to add on that, you might feel a little bit like an outsider. And that's because the moon is square Uranus. And I have this in my chart, moon square Uranus. And I can say that it can create this feeling where nobody really gets you because you think about things or you act so differently than everyone else does. And if we're thinking about, you know, us versus our friends, you might be having that type of realization or that feeling where it's like, I have nothing in common with these people anymore. Now what? Or whatever environment you're in, whether it's a group setting, a community you belong to, or, you know, even if it's just like your job, whatever it might be, there can be that feeling where it's like, I don't really fit in and nobody really gets it. So I will say the pro to that, though, is remember that it's cool to be an individual. It's cool to do things differently. And, you know, if you need to cut ties. That's kind of what this full moon's encouraging us to do. I hate to say it. So just keep that in mind. And like I said, again, just push through it. Yeah, it's a challenging full moon. <laughs> yeah, not the, not the best of vibes, to be honest. I'm so sorry. But if you want to know how this affects you on a more personal level, 
Then we do offer readings. The readings are hosted on an app called Intro, which allows for FaceTime style calls with either me or Kara. We have readings for as short as 15 minutes to as long as an hour. You can just select how much time you want with us and you also decide what you want to talk about. We can talk about how the full moon in Aquarius affects you or what to expect with Venus and Leo or literally anything you want to know. So if that's something you're interested in doing, just know that that's an option. And if you've never booked a reading with us before, you can use the code STARS, all caps, S-T-A-R-S, for 20% off your first reading. And per usual, the link will be in our description. Um, next week, Mars and Gemini. You're going to want to stick around for that one because Mars is about to be in Gemini for a very, very, very long time. I am talking August until January, so you're going to want to get familiar with that one. So if you want to stay in the loop with us and what's to come, then make sure you're following us on social media. It is the same on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at BLME. The stars were also on YouTube. If you search Blame It on the Stars podcast, where they are posting YouTube shorts as well as this podcast as well. And we would love if you subscribed, obviously. But anyways, that is all for now. And we'll chat next Monday. Bye.